Wow, good morning. I, I really praise God for giving me the opportunity to join you in your celebration. Well, I'm not a guest speaker because I'm part of CCF. <laughs> and actually, every time I come here in LA and being invited by Insong to preach, I always remember my first experience in preaching here in LA. Uh, you see, I, I think in Filipino, I share the gospel in Filipino because I, I'm handling a Filipino service. So, to speak in English is a challenge to me. <laughs> Not because, uh, because I don't really think in English, okay? I always translate whatever I'm saying as, in, as, as I was thinking and I'm trying to translate it so that you can easily understand it. So, the first time I came, uh, they, they told me, Brother Bong, you don't have to worry because you will be speaking in Filipino. Okay, that's good. <laughs> so, when I began speaking, somebody came in who happened to be, I, as obviously not a Filipino guy. I, I think he's a, a Latino, no? oh, Hispanic. So, so I was forced to speak in English with all my best. And I was really not just bleeding. In, I was just having experience in internal bleeding. <laughs> and I was almost died while I was speaking. So right after the message, right after the message, we talked to the guy only to find out that he did not understand a word because he does not know how to speak English. <laughs> Can you imagine the experience? So, so every time I come here, I would remember that. And when I stood up now, I saw my teacher in English. <laughs> anyway, happy anniversary. Praise God. Now, one question when you uh, during anniversaries what do you normally do now when you celebrate your birthday when you celebrate anniversaries like wedding anniversary how do you celebrate it really oftentimes people they celebrate it obviously with food or with that exchange of congratulate congratulatory remarks but honestly it's this you see God has somehow divided our lifespan into seconds, minutes, days, weeks, and years. And it was not accidental. He wants us to understand that those years that were divided is a year where we are right now. So whenever we celebrate anniversaries, we should have asked ourselves, am I improving or am I reaching what God wants me to fulfill in my lifetime? Something that we need to understand that we are not here just to grow old, but for us to grow up. I remember, since we are celebrating God's faithfulness, let me just share this with you. So, if God is faithful, then we should also be faithful. Are we following? So kindly tell the person next to you, be faithful. Now, how would you know that you're faithful? How would you know that you're faithful? That's a question. How would you, how would you know? Am I really faithful to God? Am I really faithful to what God wants me to accomplish? So the first thing that we, if we want to really understand that, wow, am I really faithful? Then ask ourselves, am I really growing up? Now I remember this woman, a native seven-year-old college student named Ross, Rose. Whether fictional or not, the story speaks so clear that we should grow up. 
And here's a story. The first day of school, our professor introduced himself and challenged us to get to know someone we did not already know. I stood up to look around when a gentle hand touched my shoulder. I turned around to, a fi to find a wrinkled little old lady beaming up at me with a smile that lit up her entire being. She said, Hi, handsome. My name is Rose. I'm 87 years old. Can I give you a hug? I laughed and enthusiastically responded, Of course you may. And she gave me a giant squeeze. Why are you in college at such a young, innocent age? I asked. She jokingly replied, I'm here to meet a rich husband, get married, and have a couple of kids. <laughs> no, seriously, I asked. I was curious what may have motivated her to be taking on this having a college education. And now I'm getting one, she told me. Every day for the next three months, we would live class together and talk nonstop. I was always mesmerized listening to this time machine as she shared her wisdom and experience with me. Over the course of the years, Rose became a campus icon and she easily made friends wherever she went. She loved to dress up and she reveled in the attention bestowed upon her from the other students. She was living it up. At the end of the semester, we invited Rose to speak at our football banquet. I'll never forget what she taught us. She was introduced and stepped on the, to the, up to the podium, and she began to deliver and prepare a prepared speech. She dropped her three by five cards on the floor. Frustrated and a little embarrassed, she leaned into the microphone and simply said, I'm sorry, I'm so jittery. I gave up beer <laughs> recently, and whiskey is killing me. I never get my speech back in order to, so let me just tell you what I know. As we laugh, we do not stop playing because we are old. We grow old because we stop playing. There are only four secrets to staying young, being happy, and achieving success. You have to laugh. You have to find humor every day. You've got to have a dream. And when you lose your dream, you die. We have so many people walking around who are dead and don't even know there is a huge difference between in go, growing older and growing up. If you're 19 years old and lie in bed for one full year and don't do one productive thing, you will turn 20 years old. If I'm 87 years old and stay in bed for a year and never do anything, I will turn 88. Anybody can grow older. That doesn't take any talent or ability. The idea is to grow up by always finding opportunity to change. Now, the reason I'm sharing this with you is this. God did not design us to be stagnant. God wants us to keep moving and moving along with God. And He plans for us for an eternal plan. It's a plan for eternity. Okay? This is something important for all of us to know. And you know what? As Christians, remember this. Remember this. One day, you and I will face the Lord. And hopefully that most of us will really be excited to hear God telling us, well done, good and faithful servant. Now, if you say faithful, again, and well done, it means that you followed according to what God wants you to accomplish in your lifetime. Now, listen to this. This is something important. Paul warned us with these words. Okay, it's okay. You, we must, look at the words, we must all, all, not some, all, 
appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that each one may be recompensed for his deeds in the body. Now, all of us will be judged before the Lord. Are we following? Now, this has nothing to do with the eternal judgment. This has something to do with the rewards that God has prepared for those, for his people. Now, let's continue. And he said, according to what he has done, whether good or bad. Now, listen to this. Therefore, we also have as our ambition, whether at home or absent, to be pleasing to him. There is a, there is a focus. I want to be pleasing to the Lord. That is, that is what Paul was trying to tell us. We must be prepared for our eternity. Now, why is this so important? Now listen to this. Because if we do not know the why of our existence, obviously we are not living a life. We're just trying to exist. You see, friends, many exist, but only few live. And if there's something I learned about Christianity, it gives us a reason to live. It is not just to exist, but for us to live for His design and for His purpose. And this is something beautiful. This is what He says. You see, the tragedy of life is to live without a purpose. It is not just our own invented purpose, but a purpose as in designed by God from the very beginning. Now, just look at the person next to you. Aren't you surprised that you do not look like that person? <laughs> and aren't you happy? <laughs> no, obviously, no, what, what I'm trying to say is this. It is not accidental for all of us to be different from one another. It tells us that somehow you are such a unique individual and God designed you to have a unique reason of existence. This is why the greatest tragedy, just like what Greg Warren said, is not death, but life without a purpose. Pero may malala pa dyan. Ano nyo kanyang malala? We may have a purpose, but the wrong one. Kaya sabi ni D.L. Moody, our greatest fear should not be failure, but of succeeding at something that doesn't really matter. Kenneth Palmer, uh, I'm sorry for those who did not understand what I said, it's sad. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is this. I remember Kenneth Palmer, uh, one, one of my favorite uh, pastors. And uh, one of my favorite past pastors, I'm sorry. Mapagalitan ako ni ma'am. Now, actually, one time, he, he, shared, he shared this in one of his preachings, and this is what he said. You know what? I took a take-home exam, and I spent two weeks of sleepless nights. Have you grabbed Sleepless nights. As in, I was just using my typewriter. And if you're not familiar with typewriter, it's like a typewriter. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. It's something like that. Something mechanical, not digital. So... She spent two weeks of sleepless nights. Then after that two weeks, he submitted this assignment. And when he was very excited, hoping to see a good result, a good uh, grade. So after a couple of days, he went back to his professor. And in, and in his great surprise, there was a big F. And it was encircled. How come? 
I failed the exam. What's wrong? Then the comment was beautiful. Good presentation. Good research. Good subject matter. How come I failed? But this is not the assignment. <laughs> but the truth is this. Most of us are busy for so many things, but we never ask, is this the assignment given to me by the Lord? You see, God doesn't want us to be busy. He wants us to accomplish His purpose. That's why a church just gather every Sunday as if that as in the attribution as a custom that we need to gather together because otherwise if you do not attend you're not a Christian that's not the point that's why the testimony of Giselle was beautiful because that is what CCF is all about to bring people to Jesus Christ and let them experience the reality of Jesus in their own lives they're not just to exist they are to live and not only to live, but to be faithful to what they were meant to be. Are you following? Yes. Now listen to this. I will just skip some of my slides because I know I, have enough, I don't have enough time. So what is our purpose? So remember the words. Lead. I'm oh, sorry. Lead. Lead. <laughs> for Jesus. Uh, of, of course, I'm not referring to those who came late. <laughs> What I'm trying to say is, lead us in. Light up yourself for the Lord. Okay, man? No. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. Now, uh, what does it mean? Remember this. What is the most important verse in the Bible? Uh, most of you would say, John 3.16. Yes, because that's the only verse that I know. <laughs> no. The point is this. In the Bible is in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. If God created us, if God made us as in yeah, that's right. <laughs> when God created, it means that He has a reason of creating us. We are not born by accident. We are designed. Now amazing, just look at our our I think the, the, the way we, we were designed by God, the, the eyes. No, God did not put another eye at the back. No, it would be very confusing when you walk because you would be. Now, what I'm trying to say is this God is a perfect design for all of us. Now, listen to this. That's why this, uh, this is what it means lit. Remember, this is an acronym Lord. I think we are to glorify God, to be intimate with Him, and show His image. And number two is illustrative, as in we are to represent Jesus as salt and light. And finally, timelessness. Why? Because to be with God in eternity. When we are to live, when we are to think of our design and what we are meant to be, we need to ask ourselves, no, I need to live for Jesus. Why did I say that? Let's start with the Lord. Most of us, we start with our strengths and weaknesses. That's good. But that's not enough. You know, when I was younger, I thought that God wants me to become a millionaire. That was my dream because I grew up from a poor family. And I never even imagined myself speaking before men because I was a very shy guy. Imagine, when I was still young, they called me Nognog. They called me Baho or Stinky in English. Because, in fact, my teacher in grade two even asked me this. 
Don't you have parents? Why do you look? Why do you smell that way? Imagine he allowed he made me jump two hundred times just because I was poor. So I could not speak. I was just silent. I quiet. But when God somehow, I'm sorry for this because that's why I was crying earlier because I just remembered the faithfulness of God. Amen. Amen. I knew I got nothing to prove to anybody. I'm the least person to be liked at home. My, my, my brother, valedictorian, university scholar, my other siblings are all honor students, except for me, who happened to be a showbiz personality. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. Masama talaga, tama ako. Now, ito yung, nasa Lord. Then, it was, I was very surprised. When I began asking the Lord, actually, when I was walking, while I was walking, I was asking God, Lord, did you really create me just to suffer this kind of, you know, difficulty in life? Then I was asking the Lord, what, what do I really, what, what did you really design me to be? And while I was walking, there was a jeepney with a loud sound. I, you know, in the Philippines, you know, they don't care about others. <laughs> When, when it passed by me, grabe, what am I living for if not for you? <laughs> Obviously, it's moving and fast. During that time, there was no traffic yet. So, <laughs> with that music, I began to ask myself, yeah, what am I really living for? What am I really living for? And I was asking, Lord, what do you want me to understand on this? Then again, another jeepney. <laughs> I will never, I don't know the song, but I only knew the phrase because of that incident. And the next song was, Do you know where you're going to? <laughs> so when I came home, I was asking God, Lord, are you real? And the first time I read the Bible, it was very confusing. And in fact, I threw it. Young blue, imagine Abraham begot Isaac, Jacob, Jacob, I'm begot. But the next time around, I was given the opportunity when I began to seek God. I was asking myself, I was asking the Lord, Lord, what do you really want me to do? I was kneeling down, I was crying to God, and and all of a sudden, with that book, I turned it, I just turned it. As in, with no specific plan, just when I opened it, it was in 2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away, behold, the new has come. And I said, Lord, if this is true, then I want to be new. I want to understand this newness that you're trying to promise me. And since then, I began to, to live one step at a time, asking the Lord, at that time, I really, I really felt that I would be a pastor. But I knew I'm not gifted in speaking. And I have a traumatic experience from my father, just for you to know. My father is a perfectionist. So every time I speak in English and in a wrong grammar, he would pull my, you know, what's this? Sideburns. Sideburns. <laughs> he would pull this sideburn, and, and I would never forget those. No, ano, those experiences. 
And so when God somehow told me, I will make, I will use you to preach. <laughs> that's impossible, Lord. Well, that's not my calling. In fact, when my mom came home, one, there was a, from Canada because she migrated already in Canada. And when she came home, she was looking at me while I was preaching. She said, oh, <laughs> no, In English, open mouth. changed me and he made me see who I really am I'm telling you this if you want to know your reason of existence don't start with your strengths and weaknesses you start with the one who created you the Lord look at what he said for by him all things were created both in the heavens and on earth visible and invisible and, and whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities all things have been created through him and for him and it's wonderful because part of our memory verse if you still remember yet for us there is but one God the Father from, for he, for, from him we exist and one Lord Jesus Christ and through him now we exist. What, what he's trying to say is this. Real life that I want you to experience is not for you just to realize that you're meant for God, but for you to live with God through the power of God. Not by your own strength, but by His strength. Not by your own power, but by His power. I mean, that's why in our testimony I've been crucified with Christ this is real Christianity Christianity is not just joining a group where I want to be part of your team I want to be part of your movement no that's not just a call it is a relationship with Jesus Christ telling us I've been crucified with Christ it is no longer I who live not my plan not my, my dreams not what I want to do and accomplish in my life it is now all about Jesus and oftentimes even Christians they keep on living on their own that's why in the end remember many will come to me saying Lord Lord did we not prophesy in your name did we not cast out demons in your name you know what God said depart from me I never knew you only those who do the will of my father in other words our will our, 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 my will your will is already surrendered to the Lord only those who have surrendered will to God will enter the kingdom of heaven because living apart from God's design living apart from the very purpose of our, exi our existence it means that we are rebellious against our creator and that's sin sin is living independently from God who created us are you still there? yeah <laughs> Kaya ito yung challenge. Oh, that's why. This is the challenge. <laughs> you see, again, look at what God said. Then God said, let us make man created us. And he wants us to go and multiply to fill the earth. Why? He wants the whole world to be filled with his image. Unfortunately, men fell. 
they live independently from God instead of them being a creation they try to be a creator it's just like this if I tell you okay you can let's say Pastor In Song okay Bong you can stay in my house as in every room is for you to use whatever except this ref don't touch the fridge <laughs> no the moment I touch the fridge as, as if I'm telling him we are equal and God said don't touch this tree don't touch the fruit from this tree just to remind you I'm still the Lord so when men fell we as in multiplied what a sinful image of man so God had to deal with that issue by what by saving us bringing us back to the image of God that's why go and make what disciples of all nations Remember, we are to spread throughout the world. Now that we have spread the sinful image of man, we are now to go and make disciples and baptize them. Look at the words, baptize, baptizo. It's a process of dying, process of changing color. It's a process of what? Changing the image. Bring us back to where? The image of God. And what is that image? In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Andyan pa kayo? Yes. Now, you now understand why the image of God is Trinitarian. He wants it back. And look at what he said. Then teach them to observe. And I'll be with you always. Now, listen to this. This is why those Christians, look at what God said. We were, for those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to become conformed to what? To, what? to the image of God. That what? That he would be the first one among many nations. Why? Among many brethren. Why? Because Jesus, the invisible God. We are being brought back to that original design. So friends, if you say you're a Christian and yet you are continually living an image different from who God is, then it only means we don't understand Christianity. Some people, they use grace as an excuse for sinning. Friends, Grace is the same power that, that to, for us to say no to ungodliness. We are supernatural beings when we became Christians. Because it's no longer us who live, but Christ who lives in us. I always remind myself on that. Every time I stand on the stage, every time I speak, I would always remember, it is no longer I, but Christ. I'm a supernatural being. To be honest with you, I'm not feeling well when I came here. In fact, Pastor Peter already told me, you just, it's okay with me if you don't go to LA and to the US. You just stay and rest. Because I was, uh, they, uh, uh, Tuesday, just this week, they found out that I'm suffering from pneumonia. And the only way for me to be healed is to pass it on to somebody else. <laughs> thing is this in fact when we were here when we arrived my my friend from Seattle told me bong is that really your color what do you mean <laughs> you're grayish <laughs> as if dying no <laughs> grayish and sabi ko oh I, I, yeah I didn't realize that yeah. I'm just dirty I did not take a bath <laughs> and honestly when I stood up I just felt the strength coming from the Lord Amen. 
Because if we are to live for what we meant to be, there is a supernatural power at work in all of us. That's Christianity. We cannot say, you see, I'm just a human being. That's why I keep on sinning like this. No. The very grace that appeared can, tell, can really say no to ungodliness. We are meant to be with Jesus. We're meant to live for the Lord. You're meant to live for the Lord. So it's not about your plans. It's not about your dreams. It's all about Jesus. And this is wonderful. You know what? When I, when I was called to be a pastor, when the Lord somehow told me, you will be a pastor, I really said this to myself, Lord, I don't want to be a pastor. You see, I, I saw the difficulty of the life of the pastors. I want to be rich. <laughs> I don't want to go back to where I came from. And I was working. I had a business. Uh, I was working as an accountant. So then we started a business in Cagayan. But still, there's no as in clear future. But God was telling me, no, that's not my plan for you. I want you to go back. I want you to go back to Manila and do what I want you to do. Ano yun? Preach. Hindi ko wag. Hindi ko kaya yan. And you know what? Now I would never, I would never pass what God has told me to do anybody. I would say I have no regrets for being a pastor. Because God showed me what's best for me. Friends, so recently, my daughter was struggling because she was, she's, uh, she's a civil engineer, graduate of UP. And she came to me and said, Pa, I want to be a preacher. Oh, you cannot be in CCF. This <laughs> 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 daughter, eh. So sorry, sorry. <laughs> you know, you know, ano, tawag ko sa mga anak ko, sweetheart. You know, sweetheart, you need to understand something. Sometimes you don't need to change profession. You just need to change your mindset. So what do you mean? Every industry is a ministry. And every believer is a minister. Wherever you are, whatever work you have, that's God's avenue for you to accomplish the calling that God has for you. You belong to the Lord. It's no longer about your work. Most people, they're too busy trying to earn so much money because they thought God would not provide. God said, if you seek me with all of your heart, if you seek my righteousness and what? You seek my kingdom, all these things shall be added unto you. I would never forget, I was kicked out from the ministry. After 17 years of serving, I made a great boob of my life. I wrote something that it did not, I did not investigate properly. There was no due diligence. So I was kicked out. And I was saying, God, I thought you called me. And he said, yeah, I did call you. That's why I'm removing you from the ministry. Why? Because I want to expand your borders. <laughs> <laughs> you will expand my borders? Then you left me. You, you kicked me out from the ministry? Yes, because you're too limited. I want to, to bring you somewhere. I didn't know. I just followed. I just followed. And you know what? During those years of struggle, no support because people would not trust me. They thought I'm a, a crazy guy. It's, they said, wow, that's crazy. That's greed, greedy person. So I had heard so many bad uh, things. And they called me names. As in, they called me names. And I was saying, God, 
I have, I, I don't need to, to defend myself. I just trust you on this. And you know what? Amazing. One time my wife came to me and said, Bong, you need, uh, we need money for the enrollment of our children. Now listen to this. I was just being invited in CCF. I was not a pastor that, at that time in CCF. I was just being invited in the afternoon because I, it happened that I was part of the D group of Pastor Irwin who handles the afternoon service. And so I was being invited on a regular, a regular guest every Sunday. <laughs> so somehow, Pastor Peter came to me one day as we were praying. I mean, we need money for the involvement. No, no problem. The Lord will provide. So I went inside my prayer room. I said, God, you promised you provide for us. No, please don't let my children to curse you because of my incompetence. And you know, Lord, why? Who told you that they need to graduate on time? Oh, no money! I operate in eternity, not by your calendar. No, Lord, but please. So we were conversing. God, please. You promise you'll provide. Don't worry. So I went to CCF, and all of a sudden, Pastor Peter came to me. Boom. Uh, I want to talk to you. Okay, wait, but. I was not a pastor, she said, I remember. No, I came in and said, you know what? I think you need this. Wow, he, ex he gave me an envelope. He said, what's this, Pastor Peter? He said, open it. When I opened it, I really cried. invited at that very same day I was actually I was scheduled to speak in a certain company so I went to the company then in the dirt convention and somebody was just running after me Pastor Pastor Bo, I've been looking for you for two months why the Lord told me to give you this check and indeed the date was two months earlier <laughs> I mean, and when I read the amount it was more than enough the tuition fee of my four children <laughs> of all my four children now listen is that it like lord what about the first uh, no, gift that you gave me how about school supplies and tights what's wrong with you so you will have to ask me again no, the truth is this the lord really provided Amen. what i'm telling you is this some people they don't attend their d groups they don't do small groups why because they think they're always busy because you know in america you have to work, work, work. if you don't you won't eat and you die let me tell you this you don't belong to america you belong to jesus jesus is your lord jesus is our king he is he will provide for us are you following just follow him he will never fail because he is a faithful God. Amen. Now, that's why I, as Jesus Christ wants us to accomplish, we are to honor God. We are committed followers. Who will make Christ committed followers? And this is something beautiful. He gave us what? Power from on high. And this is why, friends, 
there is no reason for us to give up. There's no reason for us to be afraid because our God is in control. You know, when I was told that I, I look and die, <laughs> one thing I always remind myself, I am immortal until the Lord's plan is finished in my life. I may feel dying inside, but the love of God is so alive, and I can say, He is my life. Alam niyo ba kung pangarap ngayon? Just to die preaching. Ang pangarap ko lang ho, is just to keep on serving the Lord. If I would die, I would not die because of sickness. I would die because I'm doing God's work. So let me just challenge you. If you really want to know your purpose, go back to your Creator. And really kneel down. Don't, don't take your life lightly. Just really be serious with God. God, what do you really want me to accomplish in my life? Lord, I'm not just to survive from this kind of illness. Lord, I know you have a great plan for me. So allow me to walk with you. When we received Jesus Christ, we heard that. God has a wonderful plan for you. When we became Christians, we became as in ignorant of what God wants you to accomplish. Take Him seriously. Lord, what do you want me to do? Lord, what is my calling? Lord, since you have called me to be part of CCF, I have to have this mission. So please teach me what to do. Don't ever say, I don't know. Remember, when Jesus Christ came to us, just imagine, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. And what's happening to Jesus? Go therefore and make disciples. Now imagine, if all of a sudden, President Trump comes in. And sometimes he does that. Remember, in David Platt's uh, ministry? All of a sudden, he, come, he came in. And then he would say, what are you doing here? Oh, we're doing service. And who's that handsome guy speaking upstairs? Oh, Pastor Inso. Okay, okay, okay. So, okay, I want to listen. Can you just prepare me cafe macchiato, please? Oh, can you just say, I'm sorry? Cafe macchiato? I don't know that. Excuse me, just look for someone else who knows. Obviously, you can't do that. You know why? Because he's a man of authority. You are too... Listen, you will find a way to prepare that cafe macchiato. Tama? And most of us, we do that to the Lord. And said, go therefore and make disciples of all nations. Lord, I don't know how to make disciples. <laughs> Why don't you attend the training that CCF offers? I'm afraid. It's not about you. It's my power. I don't know how to speak. Yeah, I know. It's not about you speaking. It's about you observing so that you can teach others to observe everything that I have commanded you. Friends, don't make excuses. Remember your purpose, Lord. Okay, pa kayo? So, tuloy na Now, so, number two, that he wants us to understand, we are to be illustrative, as in we are to represent Jesus as salt and light. And this was the challenge. You are what? The salt of the earth. 
but if the salt become what? Tasteless. Tasteless. How can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city set on hill cannot be hidden. Now listen, and this is what it said. And nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on the lampstand it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine so that as before men, in such a way that they may see what? Your good works, though that they will what? Glorify God in the day of visitation. Now, listen, God tells us that we are the soul. Obviously, at that time, it was being used to preserve. They don't have ridge, so they're using salt for preservation. Now, number two, light. It means that you are the one God will use to, dis uh, no, to dispel darkness. So, what God is saying is this. This world is decaying. This world is full of darkness. Despite the advancement in technology, we're still not getting better. Just look at this. The suicide problem, in the 19, what, 1980s, 500, about half a million. In the 215, it's almost a million. Suicide pa lang yan. Nowadays, you know, they found a, 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 they made the findings of the study. In their study, they, this is what they found out. That the children are most prone to become depressed because of their, uh, uh, because of their addiction to social media. For us, we get so depressed seeing others. Look at this. Look at the lands. Wow. Look at where the places where this person is going. And it's, it was nothing. But look at, look at me. To you. <laughs> then you get so depressed. Because look, divorce. Are we getting better? Half a million. Look at almost a million in 2015. We're still not in the 2019. No, incarceration. Two million, no? Ang laki na tinas. About HIV. Don't you know sa Pilipinas? Sobrang while the AIDS bumababa, declining sa ibang bansa, in the Philippines, it's growing and keep on growing, increasing. Alam niyo kung saan? AIDS 18 to 30. 3,000 people die every day by suicide or an estimate of 1 million per year. And by year 2020, the estimated number of deaths will rise to 1.5 million a year. We're not getting better. This world is getting darker. This world is getting, is decaying. Grabe. Now, tingnan po, has the highest depressed people in Southeast Philippines, ha? Philippines, highest. Eh, tayo yung tawa ng tawa. We always hide our, our depression, our loneliness with our laughter, with our jokes. But deep within, we're crying inside. Mental illness, third most common form of disability with a high number of cases among the youth. Maraming youth, eh, may tama na. Hindi na, 3.3 million Filipinos suffer from depressive disorders with suicide rate of 2.5 males and 1.5 females per 100,000. Kaya na ho ang sitwasyon. Now listen to this. Yesterday, I was in, I, I was in Vegas, you see, to, to, ano, to encourage and to cheer up for Pani. 
Queen na Judge Kinney. <laughs> no, actually, ano, we were given a privilege. He gave us some tickets. I was supposed to give you some, but I could not come here earlier. So, <laughs> now this is what I found out in Vegas. I saw a lot with women with plunging neckline. I want to put belt on my suit. Now, I don't know if they're prostitutes or not. What I'm saying is this. Every man who visits a prostitute is looking for God. Huh? It was J.K. Chesterton who said that. You know why? The reason why they're looking for a prostitute because they were looking for satisfaction that only God provides. That's why they're looking for God. They didn't even realize it. You see, friends, listen to this. Every person who wanders from God's truth, everyone who commits sin, who strays, is looking for the satisfaction and fulfillment. And with all their, ex their external happiness or pleasure, they ask, but deep within. And when they get home, they will have to return all those clothes. Because they just borrowed, they, that's what's borrowed clothing to cover up the emptiness they have in their hearts. In fact, when I was seeing them, I was crying inside. Lord, how I wish I can tell them this, that you love them. Diba? Anyway, you're here, so you can tell them. <laughs> that's our calling, because we're the light and the salt of this earth. Now listen, sabi niya, the Christian's ideal has not been tried. Because people would say, no, your Christianity failed me. No, that's not true. You see, the Christian ideal has not been tried and found one thing. It has been found difficult and left untried. Most exciting life that you can ever have. You know why? Because God will unveil His will to you one step at a time. It's a joy of walking with God every moment and discovering His will. Actually, I was praying for money. Money Pacquiao. I'm just sharing this with you. Don't tell them. <laughs> so as I was praying, somehow was that the Lord was already telling me He would win. He would win. But, but, I said, this is, this is what will transpire. So I shared it to a friend of mine as a witness. This would be the outcome. It would be a split decision. There will, there will be this decision and split decision. They will first tell Torman will, I know, one for that first judge, and the second two would go for money. I mean, no? Where did I get that? I was praying for money, and I was asking, Lord, will you please help my brother to shine for you? And it could be very difficult because age is catching up. I knew it because I never realized I'm already 25. <laughs> <laughs> 25 when I got married. <laughs> and that was 28 years ago. Ang tagal na. Uy, wag kayo magbibilang. 29 na pala. <laughs> anyway. So, so many people, they were not... It's a great adventure. To me, it's a great adventure. When I saw him won, I was, I was so excited with him. Oh God, you're so amazing. So, it took us a while to get out. Then God made an appointment with an actor who happened to be a friend of mine. And, he's, and then when I saw him, as, the truth is this, I was trying to avoid that guy. <laughs> because he's, he's been to so many controversies. So as much as I could, I was trying to avoid him. But I had no choice. When I got out of the restroom, lo and behold, it was him. <laughs> 
Sabi nila, batiin mo. Binati ko. Sinapak ko na rin. Pari <laughs> makaisa na, di ba? Pare, kamusta na? Pastor, this is not an accident. So, in, to, to make the long story short, he confessed and he asked for a counsel. So, a piece, pieces of advice. So, I gave him some. So, and sabi niya, I know it is not an accident. There I really see that God, can you imagine what God will reveal to you moment by moment? That was an exciting experience. Some of us, our lives become routinary. When we wake up in the morning, prepare some coffee, and talk to an old lady. <laughs> should do because you don't you're so stupid even telling you how to flush the toilet <laughs> Hello? can you identify <laughs> so, no, ito na. can you imagine that you go to the work then you go home doing the same old story but to me as Christians that's exciting moment by moment because God will show you and unveil with you his great plan step by step Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is heaven. You know that's a daily thing? You keep on asking God. You know why? Because give us this day our daily bread. Diba? If you don't pray every day, then you will eat every other day. <laughs> so, it was a moment by moment. You see, friends, this is why God said there is a God-shaped vacuum in the heart of each man. We cannot be satisfied by any created thing. But only God, the Creator, made known through Jesus Christ. And that, the guy who said this, is one of the most brilliant men now in history. Blaise Pascal. Friends, listen. We can overcome, regardless of the circumstance, because he who has the why to live can hear almost anyhow. This is the challenge. Since God wants us to represent Him, why, why, did, why did He say that? Because this is the light and salt. Though it was not directly uh, no, described that Jesus is being spoken about here, that you are the soul, but I, He was referring to us, right? But you need to understand something. When He was saying this, He was saying also that this kind of light is not something inherent to us. What do I mean? You see, the word used was lamp. Light, a lamp. And now, sun has an inherent light. By nature, it illumines. Tama? But lamp, it's dependent on the fire being put on the quick. Tama pa? So, in other words, it has no inherent light. What God is saying, this light obviously first comes from Jesus, then if you are associated with Jesus, you will light. Are you still there? And this is why God said, there was the true light which coming into the world enlightens every man. He was saying, I am the light, and now you are the lamp, and from my light, you will light shine. So it's not our decision to shine. It is not our own good works. It is the power of God at work in us. So we are just illustrating Jesus to the people. And you know, you would be surprised because there is a song that somehow describes exactly this kind of understanding. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with this song. And this is what it says. 
sedikit tayo. Sabi niya, you are salt and light. Sino yan? Listen, tuloy natin ha. Alagpasan ko lang. what he was trying to sing with us is this, that Lord, you are the salt and light. You are the salt and light. So it's not about us. Again, let me just repeat, the reason why that God wants us to shine because the reality of that light is already in us. Hindi siya trying hard. The reason why most people are getting discouraged with Christians nowadays because the Christians nowadays are trying hard. They thought it's their own effort. No. It is an day-to-day -day dependence on the Lord. A day-to-day. -day. I've been a pastor for so many long years, but you know what I realize in life? I will never win unless I depend on the Lord. So I cannot shine. You know, sometimes you do good to people, they will misinterpret it. They will even say, what's the catch? <laughs> what's the catch? But it was only the Lord who can really help us. Show that our works, our good works would shine. It's not us. It's Him. So we need to keep on praying. Every time we go to the office, Lord, if I talk to these people, I pray that they would see the good things, the, the, the light that is in me, the salt that is in me. Right? Allow God to work. Now listen, nor does anyone light the lamp, put it under the basket, put on the lamp, but on the lampstand and gives light to all in the, in the house. So what God is saying is this, if Jesus is the light, in other words, He's the truth, and if He is the truth, now listen to this, he will never cheat you. He will never lie to you. He will never promise to you anything that he will not do. Anything he said will surely be accomplished by him. Now next, if we, if he's the light, everyone who is associated with Jesus Christ will also bring that light. So when you go to the office, people will begin to realize what cheating is, what dishonesty is because of your presence. Okay ba tayo Yes. And they would know. In fact, nowadays, even in the Philippines, they no longer understand what is stealing and not. In fact, there was a guy, there was a student who was caught stealing ano, uh, his classmate's pencil and paper. So when he got home, the, the principal gave him a letter for his father and said, you have to come because your, uh, your, your son was caught stealing uh, class, uh, his classmate's paper and ball, uh, pencil. So when the, when the teacher, uh, when the parents or the father talked with the teacher and he realized everything that had transpired, he went out and said to his son, son, why did you steal the pencil of your classmates and his pa the papers? You should have asked me. We have lots of that in the office. <laughs> See, they, <laughs> in his mind, it was not stealing. In his mind. 
But because of the presence of Christians in the office, they would begin to understand what this gossiping is because you're bringing out, you're shining and telling them this is wrong. This is not God. I still there no because god is telling us this is this is what this is need to be improved and changed because you are there they would understand what it means to work hard with under with integrity because you're there and the next thing is this if you are the light and the salt you bring you bring flavor you bring us in you allow life to come so it's you become a life in the company so every time you come home people would sense that you're there because there is a light i remember my when my daughter was resigning from the work because she was she was praying to transfer to a work where she could be allowed to 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 handle bible study you know what she said when she was resigning this is what the I know the HR manager said so you're leaving yes so who would be the light in this office you've been giving us life your presence gives life to us every time they look at us you know what there's a sense of life every time I see you in the school in at home but the problem is this oh look at this Pharisee he's coming the hypocrites they're singing songs but in reality god knows what they're doing behind our back even at home if there's a blessing that god somehow taught me every time i come home i pray lord make allow me to give life to my wife to my children i see i'm a salt and light not only to the non-christians even among Christians, tama? Yes. Uh, yes. And especially women, the whole day working, we have no maid uh, at home. It was our, uh, this, we really wanted to make sure that our children would work. You know, they would not be dependent on, on household and uh, housemaids. So from the, from the very beginning, we already settled that in our minds. But I see sometimes my wife would be so tired. So when I come home, I would say, how are you? I will wash the dishes for you. Okay? Anak, ugasan mo. But it is life. <laughs> so I pray that wherever we are, people would just be happy because you're there. I hope that your presence will bring life. Are you following? And obviously, this is something challenging. The word you, you are the salt, you are the light. You see, salt at that time is very expensive. It, it is not a sea salt, it is a mined salt. No? It's like mining a gold. Similar to the Himalayan salt, something like that. So, it, in fact, that was being used as a salary, kaya salarium. Di ba naalala nyo? So, ito na. So, it, this salt and this light, this is something plural. Yeah, you may is. You are saying this. You cannot do this alone. You need to be in a group. Diba? Putting a, a grain of salt would not affect anything. It is the calling of the whole church. So how would they know that we belong to Jesus? Because we love one another as Jesus loved us. Tama? And this is very unfortunate. When we talk about Christians, they always think of Christians as they always divide. They always speak against each other. 
Diba? In the name of Jesus. Kaya <laughs> Now, the reason I left them because they are, you know, they're hypocrites, they're insincere, insincere. Jesus. Listen to this. Others may hate you because you cannot control them, but you can keep on loving them regardless of how, do, how they treat you. Okay, Ben? Yes. I remember I had a friend. I, 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 since I was in that good church, leadership call uh, I understand what they were trying to do so but unfortunately during those di days I would see pastors who are hoping, close with me because they were working together I said, then he would just pass by as if I did not exist what would you feel so it happened several times in front of my children one time my daughter asked me that the youngest dad remember huh? We were speaking in Filipino. I'm just stating it. <laughs> you might be asking, who oh, is speaking? No, no. no. Dad, why do you keep on greeting that guy? He, he, he treats you like a rug. He does not even recognize you there. I go, you know what? Overcome evil with good. I mean, we, we greet them not because they greet us back. We greet them because we greet them for Jesus. And you know what? After a couple of months, this guy was also kicked out from the same ministry that I came from. Came from. And while I was doing a dedication, somebody approached me and said, Brother Paul, have you not heard? What? This guy was also kicked out. And he was very surprised. Tears, tears fell from my eyes and said, How is his family? Please give me this number. Let him call me. If he needs help. And true enough, he called. Then when he called, he was crying and he was asking for forgiveness. And you know what? My daughter said, You did really overcome evil with God. As a church, remember this. They will know we're Christians because we care, because we care for one another. Jesus cared for us. Okay, Ben? Yes. Now please tell the person next to you. I will love you as Jesus loved me. Love you. Oh. Okay, you cannot experience again and pass on what you have not experienced. Okay, now, so finally, now we will go to the last. And I know that some most of you are excited. <laughs> Timelessness. Timelessness. Look at this. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has become tasteless, how can it be made salty again? be thrown thrown out and trampled underfoot by men you are the light of the world a city set on a hill cannot be hidden now you would be surprised that this was the same phrase used by mark in mark 9 and this is what he said salt is good but if the salt becomes unsalty with what will you make it salty again have salt in yourself and be at peace with one another now listen to this if this salt loses its saltiness it means that it was already contaminated if there are so many other elements no longer a salt because salt is a very solid component uh, parang chemical it does not change but once it is filled with soil or other other materials other than salt it will lose its saltiness it is contaminated it is unpure now see somehow god said if this become unsalty you need in other words it's already been covered by world by worldly values by worldly ways so no one saltiness now look at this challenge look at this 
Here's what he said. Teacher, we saw someone casting out demons in your name. And we tried to prevent him because he was not following us. Jesus said, look at the words. Do not hinder him for there is no one who will perform a miracle by my name and able soon afterward to speak evil of me. In other words, you keep, just keep on loving these people. They're not our enemies. We're together. Now, for who is not against us is for us. Whoever gives you a cup of followers of Christ will I say to you he will not lose his reward so in other words if anyone is identified with the Lord just keep on working with them you don't need to be together but at least you are working together for the purpose of God now whoever causes one of these little ones to believe to stumble it would be better for him if with a heavy milestone hung around this that been cast into the sea where the worms die and the fires that quench, if I causes you to stumble, throw it out. It's better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than having two eyes to be cast into hell. And where there was no, not, no, worm does not die. But look at this. And salt is good. But if the salt becomes unsalty, what, with what will you make it salty again? What Jesus is trying to say is this. Remember, if this causes you to sin, cut it off. In other words, do not allow yourself to be contaminated by anything that will be. And this is the problem of most Christians. The, the context was they were trying to prevent someone ministering because they are not part of their team. Okay, but I So what I'm saying is this. Our job is to tell the world about Jesus. Not to bring judgment on any preacher or anyone working. Because we don't know them. It's, you know the problem with most Christians nowadays? You can watch in the YouTube at one pastor attacking another pastor. And then attack each other. Why don't you just make yourself busy doing the work of God? It's not your job to bring judgment on these people. Your job is to bring people to Jesus Christ. It's not about CCF. It's not about VCF or what kind of CF it is. It's no longer about that. It's all about the big C. Christ. You need to understand something. Sometimes we want to react. Remember, eternity is at stake. The eternity of someone is at stake if we would not be salty and we would not act as lights of this world. Pag-isipan nyo lang, because of our testimony, people will get stumbled. Sabi ng Lord, buti pa, talian mo yung sarili mo ng bato at itapon mo yung sarili mo sa dagat. Yung sabi ng Lord eh, it's better for you to what? To tie a millstone in your no, neck and throw yourself to the sea. What he's trying to say is this, don't make any, don't cause any form of stumbling block. You know, this is not easy, I'm telling you. For example, in the Philippines, when you drive, you need a lot of patience. <laughs> amazing, uh, no, traffic, amazing kind of drivers all over the place. And before, I used to put and roll down on my window and would even preach to these drivers and tell them, how dare you cut my way? But God was telling me, anak, tisin mo na. Even if they cut your way, that's the only joy they have in this world. But you belong to me in eternity. But for their sake, so that they would listen to you when they preach. Can you imagine you rolled down your window and shouted at them and they would see you on TV? <laughs> oh, isipan nyo. It's, kal kalimutan mo na 
yung sarili mo. Just remember me. O nga, no? Even for the wives. Sometimes, we want to react and tell this husband of yours, but for the sake of the kingdom, for the sake of the soul of this person, which will affect, which, 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 which eternity is an issue, then you would begin to say, Lord, let me be accursed so that this person may be saved. We, sometimes we want to fight back. We want to prove who we are. You don't need to because you belong to Jesus. If you are the son of the king, you are a prince and princess of the Lord and no matter what they say, it will never change your real status. Amen. You're still a heavenly being. Parang ganto. People would say, Pangit! Pangit! Can they change the fact that I'm not? <laughs> I'm not, I'm just an illustration. Illustration lang. Nakonin sa mga, just an illustration. I don't take that seriously. But, just understand the principle. Even if say, wala kang kwentang tao, but God knows. You don't need to prove them. Don't you know me? Look at this ID. Don't you see? No, you don't need to prove that. They don't need to know because we belong to Jesus. They, they would just say, what makes you so different? What makes you so different? You know why? It's all because God loves you and I love you too. I want you to be with me in eternity. Let me end with this verse. Therefore, Salt is good, but even if salt has become tasteless with what will be, it will be seasoned. It is useless either for the soil or the manure pile. It is thrown out. He was ears to hear, let him hear. This is amazing. You know, at manure, at least you can use it for fertilizer. But a contaminated salt, it's useless. It's useless. So then, and though none of you can be my disciple who does not give up all his own possessions. This is happening surprising. When he said that salt is good, and it's, if you lose its saltiness, it's useless. And you know the next part? And look at this. This is the next part. So then, none of you can be my disciple who does not give up all his own possession. What God is saying is this. You can never be salty enough if you have not given up everything to the Lord. Now, let me just end with this story. People who pride themselves on being 100% Muslim. I'm not attacking the Muslims, I'm just telling you a story. To belong to Ayan's tribe is to be Muslim. Ayan's personal identity, familial honor, relational standing, and social status are all inextricably intertwined with Islam. Simply put, if Ayan ever leaves her faith, she will immediately lose her life. If Ayan's family ever finds out that she's no longer a Muslim, they will slit her throat without question or hesitation. Now, I'm not saying all Muslims are like this. There are some form of tribes who happens to be where Ayan belongs. Now, let's continue. Now, imagine having a conversation with Ayan about Jesus. Then you start telling how God loves her so much that she said that he sent his only son to die on the cross for her sin as her savior as you speak you can sense her heart softening toward what you are saying at the same time though you can feel her spirit trembling as she contemplates what it would cost 
with fear in her heart and faith in her heart she asked how do i become a christian you have two options in your response to ayan you can tell her how easy it is to become a christian if ayan will simply ascend to certain truths and repeat a particular prayer she can be saved and that's all it takes your second option is this to tell ayan the truth you can tell ayan that in the gospel god is calling her to die literally to die to her life to die to her family and to die to her friends to die to her future and in dying to live to live in jesus to live to live as part of a global family that includes every tribe to live with friends who span every age to live in a future where joy will forever will be forever ayan is not imaginary she is a real woman who made a real choice to become a christian he died to herself and become, became an effective testimony as light and soul of their to herself. Friends, what I'm saying is this. Do you really want to be effective light of Jesus? Then give up. Give, your, give up totally to Jesus and you will never regret it. I'm telling you. You know why? Because Jesus is more than enough it's more than enough and i can tell this with all of my heart and, and here i would my daughter when he was when she was still in up this is what she asked me pa what if they, they, they what if they convince me that that jesus is not real that there is no god listen you've been with me for a long time from your childhood from your babyhood huh, to adulthood and I'm telling you this they were already too late God has already proven himself to be real in our family don't you see how he provided for us don't you see how he took care of us don't you see how he protected us as a family don't you see that God never failed not even once they're too late and you know what he said you're right you're right God I know God is real because I see it in you. Salt and the light of this world. Lead for Jesus. Don't just live for yourself. Live for Jesus. Pakisabi mo sa mo. Live for Jesus. Okay? How? Live for Him. Okay? Shall we just bow down our heads and close our eyes?